not let's just buy And then I just rolled into it. That <laughs> <laughs> just you know how I everything. You know didn't how even I get roll. the shot out. Didn't even tell the people what an amazing job uh, uh, the uh, Dyslexia Foundation fundraiser Driving was. Driving for again. dyslexia. You know, all that good stuff. You know, just went right past it. That's fine. Let me sit here and just enjoy your time. No. No, I'm waiting on you. Come on. Let's, no. let's rewind. No. I hit rewind. No. I'm back. No. Instant replayed it. Instant no. replay. Play over. Here we roll. Mm -mm. Going yeah. to last week. Are you supposed to be twittering? Yep. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing something, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he did go to Twitter. <laughs> Your turn. No, it is not my turn. My turn is unequivocally, undeniably ridiculous. Well, everybody, hello. How are you doing? Welcome. We're going to give you about an hour, hour and 15 minutes of absolutely nothing that will blow your mind of stupidity that is going on in our great nation. So, nothing other than sports can cure these kind of ailments. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But as Mr. <laughs> uh, Mr. As alluded to about driving for dyslexia, hey, man, we had a wonderful, awesome time um, out at the uh, Whiteland Race Track or Whiteland Raceway or whatever the hell it's called. Whiteland Raceway Park. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We had an awesome time out there. I mean, it was it was absolutely amazing. I didn't drive anything because it wasn't going to happen, but I enjoy watching these fellas drive, and I enjoy watching these young kids, man. Hey, bro, this Elliot Cox dude, we're going to see this cat in a car for somebody somewhere. This well, you're going to see him next year in an F4. Hey, man, this dude can drive, bro. This young dude can, <laughs> he can get it. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be completely honest with you. After spending time, and this is just the go-karts, but after spending time uh, with these young dudes and listening to all the conversations of all these different types of people who's down there racing carts and how it felt, how it looked, how it felt with y'all. I mean, I got a, another perspective on racing as a whole. I will give you three sports points. There you go. See, and there <laughs> is the championship cart. We have one more race to go. If he can win it, Mr. Elliot Cox wins a championship down at Whiteland, I believe. So let's get it. He could have secured it this past weekend, but we're not going to go into the, what happened. So we'll just leave that be. We'll get him on here. We'll laugh it up another time. Maybe on a Sunday show at 11 o'clock called Checkers and Wreckers with the beard and the stash and Elliot Cox, maybe. We've had him on there last week, two weeks ago. Now he'll, he'll get him back on there after he wins the championship. Yeah, because we don't do nothing but mess with champions, bro. Champions. Right. That's why you're my. Uh, I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a great time. <laughs> hey, did you ever? Did we ever figure out 
Um, but oh, um, they got a they had a whole but they had a raffle. Yep. They had a silent auction of a lot of cool things. I try to take as um, a couple pictures as, as I could, but they had a raffle. Um, they had um, a silent auction of a lot of cool different things like driving gloves and you know masks and bottles of um, um, an assorted liquors. <laughs> guys were scheming something. Yeah, but it was it was really fun. Um, the food truck. Son, wow, the food truck was absolutely amazing. Hey, and we can't get off these damn suits of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So whoever tailored those guys, a hey, great shout out. You guys was awesome. It was very easy to spot you guys on the track. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say it was a bruisy, a bruisy racewear for Sean's and henchman racing for mine. So there's two choices. There's look at that suit. Look at that suit. That's pretty. Now the guy inside it, I don't know if he's so hot or not, but the suit is awesome. Ah, you cool, there, there he you is. Cool. There's there's Tommy Boy. Look at the checkers and wreckers logo on the back. It, he did look snazzy. He yeah, look snazzy. I mean, he's yeah. ready to go. I'm telling you, that was a moment. There was two moments that Sean had that I enjoyed at the raceway, and it was when he was walking through the thing with his suit on, and he just took his helmet off. He looked like two people in two different movies. One, he looked like my guy in uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second, you remember you remember the guy that, that didn't talk in The Golden Child? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that one. Look. <laughs> Don't eat the oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's a great suit, man. He played the part, man. That's his yeah. element, and it was great to see him. It was crazy. I've never seen Sean focus. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I can tell you this. He didn't finish last. Nope. Neither did I. What? You sure? Yes, I'm very sure. Who the hell did you pass? <laughs> Three people. After spinning out yep. twice? Yep. <laughs> Sure did. Oh, little Asher, little Asher uh, Ferris Racing, or Asher's Racing Channel. They were out there with us. Mr. Hendrick himself. God, look at that belly. Mm. Hey, I can tell you that y'all might not have noticed. I don't know. I think you I know your mom noticed, but your dad was like straight gleaming. Like I got my boys, we doing something that we all enjoy. Hey man, this that was a moment. That, and it was great that I got to see it. <laughs> right. That well, was I'm cool. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Y'all dudes was y'all was in your element. That was the Stevens thing. That was really cool. It was. It was fun. And we got one more left for the season, October 10th, which is the John Memorial uh race. So definitely gotta get out for that and we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's a little bit warmer, but it does not look like it because, man, that track was slick as shit. No comment. It was slick. 
it was moist. Well, apparently, there's some people who are, I, I, I don't know. Um, hey, I, there, there was one awkward moment that I had, and I think there was probably only two people that noticed it. <laughs> okay, but I would say I wasn't the only um, person of color in this uh, predominantly Caucasian event and area. There were some others, um, less than one hand, but there were some others, and we were not together, <laughs> and we did not know each other, right? And we were not cousins. <laughs> but um, yeah, when they played the national anthem, I don't know why uh, people wanted to see what the black guy was going to do. <laughs> I was like, wow, I mean, just put me right on blast. Like, just, uh, like, crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so, At that but, point, <laughs> no, I can't say it. I won't say it. <laughs> At that point, it became. Uh, what up, Tom? So, but, you missed but, the uh, pictures. Yeah, but anyway, it was it was a fun time. Um, I can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to see this young man succeed. Pretty awesome. So um, kudos. And I can't wait to see you two get better. We're getting there. Mm. We're getting there. Faster. Mm. Join us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ah, I forgot that climate control thing. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. And that just doesn't seem like something that I should be doing. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. All right. But anyway. We're, we're past that. We're moving on to some bathroom scrolling. Indeed we are. So um, so what we're doing is we're going to run through our bathroom scrolling. And then we're going to have a double, a double tap for you. Uh, for bro discussion because we will not be doing uh, Couch Talk NBA uh, Finals tomorrow due to I have a football game to attend. Mini Zeke. Yep, last game of the season. Um, we are playing the Wolverines. Oh, that's got to hurt. Yeah, it's got to hurt. But I will be addressed accordingly. <laughs> Man. But anyway. <laughs> so I who brings us bathroom scrolling this week, Broski? Uh bathroom scrolling this week is brought to you by none other than my bookie. That's right, folks. You're betting on the NBA finals. You're betting on the Major League Baseball World Series and the playoffs. Why not bet at mybookie.ag where using promo code BWSports1 gets you 100% deposit match up to $1,000. $1,000 makes you hollas. Put it there, mybookie.ag. All right. First up on the docket for. Uh... Uh, bathroom scrolling is a pre straight from the one thought. 
Samuel Adams Oktoberfest needs to be sold all year round, not just in the pre-fall fall area. That is it. October ish. Yes. Yeah. I need I need it longer than that. Give me four months and I can deal with it. And why the hell are you selling eggnog already? But anyway. Oh, it's so great with some bourbon. Ooh. Eggnog? Hell yeah. Nah. Fuck yeah, but nope. That's uh Wally Griswold type shit there, buddy. (laughs) Clark. Clark Griswold. Who the hell's Wally? Wally World? (laughs) That ankle wouldn't fit in it. Oh, you got me. You got me. You just saw that? Yes, yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, I did. All right, so first it up, uh, Purdue spins 13 athletes for having a non-fall sports party on campus. And we discussed this yesterday with another orgy team. Yep. Yes, we did. I don't remember exactly who it was, but yes, what happened? I'm not going to say Notre Dame. But Buffalo Bulls. <laughs> Buffalo Bulls. Yeah, that's right. Notre Dame had the COVID. Buffalo Bulls had a little bit more on the side, if you know what I mean. Anyway. This, I read the article, and honestly, it sounds like a bunch of hearsay bullshit. Honestly, I mean, okay, so the article does not say yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. What happens when you're on live TV, folks? Um, <clears throat> did it really happen? Then the uh, what's it called the resident, the whatever the the dorm resident, the the guy whatever that snitched on him or however it was. The, well, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. What yes, is it I called? Do. The 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 hall monitor dude. There you go. The hall monitor need a hall. That's pass not what he's called, but yes, the yeah. hall monitor. Residence assistant or something. The RA. There you go. There you That's go. it. The RA. That's it. Okay, so. Did he find out about it because he heard things or did he walk into it and see they weren't social distancing? You know, the article left it wide open. So I don't know if this is the right call or not. Honestly, we'd have to get a full um, get a full investigation going on that one because I don't see the issue. If it was all hearsay, you can't make uh, assumptions and suspend people. Agreed. But if they're going to suspend them, then they have some type of concrete evidence. Um, But if it's a hoax, let us know. If it's just some, you know, clickbait, let us know. But I tend to think it's not clickbait when it shows up on ESPN and CBS's uh, pages. Hello. That's what Oktoberfest does, folks. Yes, it does. Um, Yeah, I don't care what goes on at Purdue. No. I mean, you got to let them farm boys have a little fun every now and then. You know, if you don't let them farm boys have some fun, then you have a broke back mountain. (laughs) (laughs) That was completely uncalled for, and I apologize. (laughs) Wow. Scouts honor, right? <laughs> All right. So, um, I mean, let's talk about it a little bit. 
Doc Rivers is out of Los Angeles Clippers. Um, they are going to usher in a new coach at some point in time. Um, they got a lot of candidates for that job and a lot of candidates for that job that is actually on the sideline of that team already. But for Doc Rivers, um, do you think it was time for him to uh, be gone from the Clippers or was this uh, um, premature relieviation? Uh, I can honestly see both sides of it. Um, you know, Rivers has done amazing things for that organization over the past few years. However, you were the number one seed. And you. And sorry, what? What? Number one seed at what? Number two seed, sorry. Okay. <laughs> two seed in the West. And you got knocked out of the playoffs like the eighth seed. I mean, it, it's, it's you can't get over the hump. You know, you haven't been uh, been able to get you, with what you had this year. You should have been able to get over the hump and at least meet the Lakers in the fi in the conference finals, but you couldn't make it. You got beat by a better team uh, in Denver. So, you know what's going on there. I don't know. Is it does it fall all all on Doc Rivers? No, obviously not. You know the players got to play the game, but I think that his best option is to call it good riddance. You know, leave and and head to uh, the East Coast. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on everything. Okay, I think it was the perfect thing to do for the Clippers organization. Yes, you have done some great things. Well, some very good things in uh, Los Angeles on the other side of town um, or the other side of the building. Okay, you turned them from a laughingstock to a, a very um, destination that players want to go. You can attract free agents there. Normally when free agents come to LA, they're going to Los Angeles but you have attracted them to the Clippers. You've made them a formidable foe in the West, and that's great. Uh, but here's the problem. You have two sets of great talent to teams, and neither one of them were able to reach the conference finals. Both of them gave up 3-1 leads in the series. Um to not advance in the playoffs. And you were the coach of both. So, yes, I hold you accountable more than I do the players that the players do have an accountability. You do have to go out there and play, but they're going to play how they're led. You know what I mean? Kawhi Leonard wants to low manage. You're the coach of that team. You're the front office of that team. You're the general manager and the coach. So you've made all these deals. Because you remember a couple years ago, they was like, well, okay, why won't this dude get rid of his son? You know what I'm saying? You feel me on that? I so got you. You, I got you were the guy making the decisions. You were the guy executing the trades and the moves. And you were the guy coaching the pieces that could not get it done. Twice. Twice. All right. Same way as, as here in Indiana with <laughs> Nate McMillan. It's great that you did all these things. 
But when it comes to the playoffs, what, what, what have you done for me lately? No. So, yeah, um, I'd like to see them give a look-see at Ty Lue. I'd like to see them give a look-see at Sam Cassell. Uh, like some good looks, not just, I think, um, okay, we got to I think Ty Lue will make it there. I think Ty Lue is probably going to end up at the Philly job. I don't like the Philly job uh, for Doc, as it might pretty as it might be. I don't think him and Embiid are going to mix well. So I feel that the best destination for Doc Rivers is New Orleans. Mm. Interesting. Won't be the Pacers because Victor's gone. You won't see Victor in the Pacers uniform uh, again. Nope. I agree with that. Yeah, he, he's gone. Just after the Twitters and the the uh, innuendo articles that I've seen the last couple days, um, I, I don't think he plays there next year. I think he's somehow he's gone over the offseason. Yep, he's gone. Done. So. Done. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so that's why I feel Doc. The best spot for Doc is in uh, New Orleans with that uh, great young talent that they have. You know what I mean? Doc was an excellent shooting guard, backup point guard, which you can you know do for Alonzo. You know who's developed very well down there, and you got uh, athletic Zion Williamson who you can relate to with the Blake Griffin. Uh, type of situation that you know where you can improve him that you couldn't with Blake Griffin, and you got a fabulous dude who's ready to be a star in Brandon Ingram. So um, I think that would be a great destination for him, a young team that can keep him young and juvenated. Look, look for that. All right. Next up, Candace Parker not named to first or second team all defense, even though she won. Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Before Howdy, I, Damon. Well, before I address this, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. No, that has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with her not being on first or second team when you are the defensive player of the year. How can you be? That's like saying Michael Jordan won the MV, won the defensive player of the year and is not on the first, at least the second team, but not on first team, all defense. How can you not be on the defensive team and you are the best defensive player during the season. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying in the notes, I said the mentality of the society in the world, it says everybody gets to play type deal. And what does that have to do? Please explain that to me because I do not understand. Because you have one player that won the defensive award. So we got to play play quote-unquote play 10 other players in the first team and the second team i am not agreeing with it you you're making it sound like i'm agreeing with the whole concept of her not being on the team she shouldn't be on the second team she should be on the first team because she is the defensive player of the year she shouldn't even be lower than the first 
team, all defense. I'm agreeing with that. Okay. So all you're saying, saying that voters all kids get a trophy. So you're saying that all kids get a trophy is the I, reason why she's not on the first team or second team. I'm not the one. I'm not the one who voted it. I'm not the one who voted the teams. I'm saying yes that those voters are idiots for doing that. And John, John, <laughs> thank you, I'm, John. I'm thank going you, to John. completely, completely, ridiculously disagree with you about Victor Oladipo. The same way I'm going to completely disagree with you on Paul George and Danny Granger. But the you're not going to disagree with him on he's following me. No, he's following me. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. <laughs> I get it. I just wanted you to explain it to me because it so sounded like you was, you know, like, but anyway. Oh, no. Um, the Pacers pushed these guys to come back well before that it was time for them to come back from these injuries that end careers. And the fans – expected to see things from these players that you will never see from their first year back from suffering these type of injuries. So the expectations, <laughs> the expectations of the fans put on an increased amount of pressure and the expectation of the organization to pull these guys back faster than they need to be was ridiculously over I don't know, but it was wrong. You know what I mean? So why wouldn't they leave? You know what I mean? You're going to push me to do something and then hold me extremely accountable for what doesn't happen. I don't get it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm done messing with you right now. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's, I just think that's ridiculous. And that's the wishy-washiness of Indianapolis fans, Indiana fans. It's crazy. Y'all going to back these organizations that refuse to put winning teams or winning ideas on the floor. The one time they did it, they won with Tony Dungy, and they've never been able to duplicate it since. I can't deny that. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm not a Fairweather fan, obviously, because I've been too thick and thin, but I'm not an Indianapolis fan because I've said for years that Indianapolis is full of Fairweather fans. Completely, completely. I mean, I can understand. Okay, you love Peyton Manning. I get it. Peyton Manning is a dude. I'm not going to buy a Denver Broncos jersey. I'm not going to buy a split jersey. That's another team. And I that'd be like me wearing a split Philadelphia Eagles, Pittsburgh Steelers jersey. I mean, they could. I mean, they went right on over there, like it was just. Ooh, Indianapolis <laughs> became Denver 2.0 in NFL. <laughs> and then, and then Andrew Luck actually turns out to be a halfway decent uh, right. cloud of quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? And here they come. I go, oh yeah. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Be a real fan. When they won three games, be a fan then. And they're not. They would jump on Chicago's bandwagon quick to the sun, bitch. <laughs> Next. <laughs> when Ben Roethlisberger retires, I'm still going to be a Steeler fan. <laughs> right. Next up on the docket, Mark Cuban picks up a homeless guy 
at a Dallas gas station. And it's Delonte West, former player for the Dallas Mavericks, which obviously Mark Mark Cuban owns. Damon, like I said, class act. I cannot – I have not ever once in my life heard a bad thing about Mark Cuban. Nope. Not even when the old funny ass dude in this organization wanted to uh, send sexy tweets to chicks, he handled that shit right off the bat. Ick. Uh, everybody goes to Mississippi training, <laughs> but that goes to show you how good dudes get rewarded by great actions. You know what I'm saying? Mark Cuban, his players love him. You know what I mean? Former players love him. You know what I mean? He he does everything that he possibly can to put these guys in a winning type of atmosphere. And he's a good dude. Granted, he's from the University of Indiana. That's where, you know, good dudes come from. State of Indiana. Regardless <laughs> of whatever you come from, we good here. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, and here's the thing. It wasn't like Delonte West played for five, six, seven years or more like Dirk or uh, Vince or uh, uh, Nash or somebody like that. He played one season, and these are things that he's doing. And it's not the first time that he's reached out to try to help this young man. I mean, that's pretty freaking great. So, uh, wow, he's doing something weird. <laughs> but that was good. I mean, it just shows you what kind of dude he is. And I said it on the post, hashtag Cuban for uh, 2024. Why not? Why not? That's what we should have. Our candidates should be The Rock and Mark Cuban. And then we can't lose, bro. We cannot lose. (laughs) The country would be great if one of those guys would say, hey, I'll do it. It'd probably be a lot better debate than what we all just witnessed last night. (laughs) But we're not going to get into it. (laughs) Uh, We're trying to give you good shows, good vibes, good something to watch, unlike others. I don't even know they talked about anything. Shut up. You shut up. Stop talking. You shut up. Me first. No, you shut up. You shut up. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It was like kindergarten class. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> I got yeah. Damon off. That shit is. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I thought Antonio Brown was fucking retarded. Wow. I guess that's the wrong word because that's such a sensitive subject. I thought he was touched. <laughs> uh, but anyway, oh, I got it. Uh, what do you got? Where are we going? My locker up because he texted me. Connor McGregor. Why did it? Why? Who cares? Connor McGregor is supposedly going to match up with Manny Pacquiao in a boxing match. 
<clears throat> for one, the UFC just came out recently within the last 24, 48 hours and said something about a rematch between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. And I'm cool with that. That's their realm. What I'm not cool with is seeing a bullshit-ass boxer go in and headlock people and hit and like pounding their back, giving them a massage. Okay, it's pathetic. <laughs> um, I I say this. Um, I don't care. I don't care. I truly do not care. I care more about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones than I do about Conor McGregor and Pacquiao. But I do like this. They said Senator Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> wow. That is great. Wow. Say some, say some in in the house if you want to. <laughs> what? Say some in the house if you want to. Senator, come on, Fred. Ding, 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 ding. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, in them foreign, them foreign houses, they be doing crazy stuff in Parliament. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they do. Never been involved in one. Never want to. Yeah. All right, so uh, moving right along, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, win the Stanley Cup in six games over the Dallas Stars. All right, we like talked I said about, the other night, Tampa Bay, something's in the water down there. Um, so I say, hey, hooray, Tampa Bay. Now, we talked about hockey, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Steelers and Texans game postponed due to at least eight participants of the uh, uh, Titans. Huh? Yes, the Titans organization Ooh. test positive. Excuse me. Uh, and I think I just heard another four to six went positive too. So, ah, uh, gotcha. OV. That's what they said to that game right now. It's O-V-E-R over for Sunday. Yeah, so um, uh, as of right now, Monday and Tuesday are still on the table, but I'm not really sure how, so I expect this to be the second box week for the Steelers. <laughs> or, or when is your when is your is the bye week the same I, as the Titans? I don't fucking know. Now, if it way, is, I would say let's just roll it that way. You know that's what I'm way saying? Important. You know what I'm saying though? <laughs> if it is, I don't have the Adam Schefter access. Uh, well, <laughs> Adam Schefter is probably a prick in life, so it's okay. No, Adam Schefter is a good dude. He went to the University of Michigan. Oh God. And Lord knows he is a, a fabulous stepdaddy to a dude's son who blew up in the World Trade Center. Okay, that's uh, okay. He's Everywhere else, he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the guy. I'm just making this shit up. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Who's up? Oh, oh, you should like this one. 
<laughs> NASCAR to uh, run first dirt race in Cup Series since 1970. Uh, at least do something for the see for the fans, <laughs> please. I mean, why not? And they also actually they also just uh, announced the road course at Indy next season. They announced the they announced the the schedule for next season, and instead of running the Brickyard Oval, they're running the road course. Which cool. I, I I I would be probably intrigued to watch that more so than ever going back to watching the NASCARs on the Oval here at Indy. They just do not belong there. Road course would be really good, especially if they brought lights in and did it at night on a Saturday night or something. That would be awesome. Um, I'll be on the deck, not giving a shit. <laughs> it could be like carb day all over again. If they're having a carb day. <laughs> this year it might. Let's hope. Like, yeah. You know, you know, I mean, I'll be out there. Oh, sorry, next up. year. Next year. Yes. All right. So uh, next up, uh, Fury Wilder 3, uh, December 19th. Fight date has been moved to a to be announced. Gotcha. Uh, w, WNBA final match uh, finals matchup is set, and they will begin on Friday. You have the Seattle Storm versus the Lost Vegas Aces. It's the were. two teams. It's the yeah. It's the two teams that you and I said we're going to play against each other in the finals, and here they are. Let's let's see it. I'm taking the Storm still, and I'm sure you're still taking the Aces. I didn't say I was taking the Aces. You said that that was the team to beat last time we talked. I said that's the team to beat. That does not mean that I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with the Storm. I mean that's just crazy. I don't really know who to go for in this one. Um, I guess I'll know. I'll say it when we get done talking. I have. I still have to mull over it because I do like both teams. Both teams have, you know, great play inside and out. With the Storm, you have Sue Bird with and uh, Stewie Brianna Stewart, who's coming back off that ACA. I mean, off that Achilles injury, playing exceptional basketball. Because you know they were the champions when she got hurt, and then they take uh, the year off because of the injury, and then you got the Aces who were beaten in the finals last year to Elena Deladon and the Washington Mystics. So it's going to be a pretty good game, you know, with uh, the MVP and Asia Wilson and series, right? Uh, yes, okay. yes. Uh, you have the MVP and Asia Wilson, and then you also have. Um, a dynamic veteran and McCartry. So it's, it's going to be really exciting games to watch. So there we go. There you have it. And now a little station identification. <clears throat> What's up, folks? It's your boy, the ass from black and white sports. And I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call. And that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's Rockstar Realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent 
is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house. Call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent. BW Sports One's Rockstar Realtor. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. That's right, folks. That's who we roll with. Going into bro discussion, it's a double play tonight. We're gonna start off by throwing a double play in the baseball playoffs. Wow! I know. I know. That was that was terrible. <laughs> I need to work on something. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, don't hate. What we do is we stand in the mirror. I don't know, but anyway, here we go. Uh, baseball, thanks, John. Best commercial ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's being seriously honest with me or if he's just giving me shit, but we love him anyway. Uh, what? I'm going with shit, bro. Uh, (laughs) The 13 of these rare games was fun, except the whole losing (laughs) part. Yep. Tell me about it. I was able to get home and actually catch about the last seven innings. Denver got a full game. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Trevor Bauer, man, had a hell of a game going. And, you know, it happens. That's what happens when you're going to 13. That's when you go in for 13 innings. Well, he's not going to throw 13 innings. Yeah, well, I mean, we understand that. But the bullpen's got to do something. Or that that offensive lineup has to – when you got a guy who, who, who strikes Dude, out. Dude, that's the whole problem. We either have pitching and no bats or bats, no pitching. Right now, we're under the cycle with some good pitching and shit for bats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when a guy gives you 11, 11 Ks, you gotta, you gotta put. I mean, and there was ample because I watched it. I watched majority of the game. They had ample opportunities. Hey, folks, he's to, becoming a Reds fan. No, uh, no, <laughs> I was watching four games at one time. <laughs> you had ample opportunity to score runs, and um, you just failed to do it. You failed to advance runners. You, um, you get caught in a pickle for just ridiculous base running. I don't understand that. I I mean, I get the whole 
run, put your person at second to try to get them to throw it down there so you can get your guy at third home. But when's the last time that really worked? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty bad, and I wasn't happy for you. <laughs> I told my brother earlier because he said, "Yeah, I don't think we're gonna make it out of the, out of the first round." I said, "If we win today, we will win the the series." Well, we didn't win today, and we probably won't win tomorrow. Now, um, I mean, you gotta have some. I'm not optimistic, man. At I'm all. Not optimistic. I'd be more optimistic if if I, if I knew that we had people that could hit. The ball into the gaps. I, I mean, I've seen them all do it. They do yeah, it. They can do it. They just don't do it consistently. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm with you, bro. I'm. I'm Joshing with you. I think that they had a good opportunity, and I don't think they're going to be able to snap back. I mean, it's a three-game series, so it's. I mean, it's crucial to win that first game. So, um, um. I'd like to see him do it for you, but yeah, kind of like how Eli gave me um, the answer in his response. If I asked him if he wanted to play basketball, and he said, uh, eh, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your basketball player already. Let's prone him up for football. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm trying. I was trying to pull him back in. I was trying to pull him back into the temperature controlled sports. Oh man, he wants dad to go freeze his ass off in December while he's playing outside. Listen, if you don't think <laughs> that I won't show up to a little league football game dressed in my Dickies, uh, Tim to blow degree outfit on the dock suit, you better ask somebody else. Yeah, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I'll show up in that old shit. Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do. All right, All right enough, um, enough about the Reds losing in 13 innings, which I think is a a MLB uh record as far as innings in a playoff game or as many strikeouts in a playoff game or something today, and I don't remember exactly what it was. So I don't want to sound like a complete idiot. I know I can reach idiot status. I don't want to go overboard with complete idiot. So we're going to move on and talk about the asterisks. The asterisks knocking out the Twins 4-1 to one and then 3-1 to one in the two games. Twins came in hot at the um, mid to ending of regular season, and they fell completely off. I have seen some of the most terrible base running in these there first round of playoffs that I, I can just muster. Like, but anyway, okay. uh, I agree with you. Uh, the Twins came in the much better team, uh, especially with the Astros uh, losing so much. Uh, no Verlander, no, um, uh, no Garrett Cole with the Yankees. You know what I mean? So, and then offensively, you know, people, they, just, they weren't as exciting offensively um, as as in past. And people are speculating, you know, there's no banging of trash cans. So they're not hitting the ball because they're not knowing what's being pitched. 
So, yeah, I mean, the Twins were much better, but the Astros were much better equipped for this type of atmosphere. I mean, granted, whatever you say, you might know the signs, but you still got to hit the damn ball. You know what I mean? So, um, but um, it, it's, it, it sucks that the Twins, again, have, you know, squandered a good opportunity to uh, go deep into the playoffs and can't do it. So, I agree. I agree. The White Sox and the A's are tied 1-1. White Sox getting the first game 4-1, and the A's bouncing back 3-5 today in the second game 2 to make it even series and to have the tiebreaker game tomorrow. I love, I love, I love, I love the old school colors of the Kelly Green A's. I love Kelly Green, though, and we all know why. <laughs> that is an awesome color, and you sprinkling that, that yellow reminds me of the Supersonics. It reminds me of my old junior college in Paris. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, so that's, you wore Notre Dame colors in college? No. Yes, it was green Kelly and green. yellow. No. It was forest green. I just said it reminded me of. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was not gold. It was yellow. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was way more beige than it was gold. I can tell you that. <laughs> But I, um, do, I do like those jerseys. I those like jerseys them. are hot, just like the Padres, man. Those Padres brown and yellow ones. That's so old. Oh, so, so 70s, man. That's hot. I love them. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I sport a Padres jersey right now. <laughs> yeah, well, no, not in the playoffs while the Reds are still in it. But anyway, Rays knocked the Blue Jays off in two games, three to one and eight to two, respectfully. Again, something's in the water down in Tampa Bay. Something is in the water in Tampa Bay. The Lightning win the NHL Stanley Cup. The Devil Rays are going into the conference uh, division or the conference uh, round, whatever. Yes. Sean is hilarious. No, um, hey, bro, and there was really not much really to talk about in this particular series. Um, this went exactly how most people thought it was going to be. Um, the Rays are, are, you know, I mean, one of the top three teams in all of baseball. They played like it. They got good pitching. They got good bullpen. They got good hitting. They can hit the long ball. They can play small ball. They play great defense around good pitching. It's a very hard team to beat. Um, I will say they benefited a lot on the Yankees being, as usual, hurt. <laughs> All these guys that slugged the ball are hurt. Uh, the Rays completely benefited off of it. But the way the Yankees are playing right now and what they did last night, um, it's going to be – it, it's going to be a different story when them two meet, and I think they will meet. Uh, I think Cleveland is up right now, but uh, wasn't nothing. But I'm firmly sure that the, the the long ball is what the chicks dig, and is what the Yankees are going to give. <laughs> there you have it. 
there you have it. <laughs> now, yes, we've mentioned the Reds losing to the Braves, one nothing in 13. The Marlins might be the team to beat in the National League. Five to one over the Cubs. Marlins having a hell of a uh, a playoff run or an end of the season into the playoff run. And you know, you got the hated Cardinals and Padres. Are they playing right now? I believe so, Damon. Uh, they are. The Padres are closing the gap. It is six four. Uh, Cardinals in the middle of the switchover in the eighth. Gotcha. And then after that game, we go to LA where the Brewers. Well, we don't go to. Yeah, we do go to LA. Yeah, we're actually do. Yeah, they're not in the bubble yet. Uh, Brewers playing the Dodgers. I don't think that anybody has the Dodgers losing to the Brewers in a three-game series. I could be wrong, but I do not see. <laughs> I see that, John, John, John. That's not very. I'm good, not saying know. they can't. I'm just saying they are on a pretty good run right now. Uh, but nobody's saying that the Dodgers are going to get beat by the Brewers. I don't see it happening either. But what I, don't, do I, I don't see it happening, but it is very possible. Oh, and it's it, possible. And, it, and, the, and the way that the Dodgers go at it and the way that the Brewers are, <laughs> are very good at being that one-game scenario with yeah. this two, with this best out of three series, it puts a lot of pressure on on those upper guys, you know what I mean? Those upper teams. And I, I think the Dodgers better be on alert um, with this uh, Milwaukee Brewers team. Um, they are experienced. They do have um, guys that have, you know, competed on a high level in the playoffs in this type of situation before. So if I was the Dodgers, I'd be very, very um, astute in how I approach these uh, next two games. I'll get them out as quickly as I possibly can. I agree with you on that, but I just want to point out here that the NL Central, the National League Central, Amara, you would like this. The National League Central division is the top division in baseball. Why do I say that? Look at the NL playoff bracket. You have four teams from the NL Central Division out of the eight teams in the playoffs. That's and a it's whole division? No. They still got the Pirates. Oh, they got five in baseball because they have the most teams in the league, right? Uh, there's 30 teams. There's 30? Yeah. 15, there's 15 in each conference. Okay. But, I mean, I was just saying, you know, you got the Reds, the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Cubs, all in the playoffs. That's telling me maybe that's why they're always killing each other at the end of the regular season because it's always that close because they are tight. Now, I'm not always saying that we have the best teams, but at least this year, right now, we're sitting pretty good. Yeah. You're looking pretty good. I think it's got a good shot. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I, I agree with John. I I think it's Yankees Dodgers. That's what I thought it was going to be um, at the beginning of the season before the COVID, before the sixty. I still think it's going to be Yankees Dodgers. No sir. No sir. 
Okay. <laughs> Dodgers, yes, I can definitely see them. I don't see the Yankees making it. Um, the Yankees is built exactly for this moment. They got uh, great pitching, and they got a lineup that is healthy. So you can't pitch around anybody, as you saw last night with the twelve runs that they put up last night. Just real quick in a hurry. Just watch, watch Tampa Bay. Yeah, I want to see Tampa Bay against that lineup when they're healthy. Okay. Moving on to the second, to the second double play of the night, the NBA. Finals getting ready to tip off here in about a half hour, right? Nine o'clock. Ceasing or again, this is a replay from the ass from earlier. The Miami Heat taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. Four and a half point favorites go to the Lakers tonight. As game one has been struggles in the past for the Lakers. And I normally would take the points in the heat in this situation. I'm going to say LeBron is still pissed about not only the MVP, but everything else in in life right now. Why? Because it's playoffs and it's the NBA finals. He's coming to play. He's not going to lose game one. Space Jam 2 is still not out. As soon as they win the championship, the release date for Space GM2 will be blown up the internet. Um, I will say this. These NBA finals is perhaps the best recruitment video and pamphlet that you could ever have for the University of Kentucky. <laughs> How many they got? Seven? Four. Okay. I thought there was like three. Okay, so let's name them. You got AD. You got AD and Rondo on the Lakers. Rondo. And then you got uh, Tyler Hero and Bam out of Yep. Hero was on, the one I couldn't think of. On the, on the Heat. All right. Can you, can you not? I mean, listen. Right. This you want to come here? You want to play basketball in the NBA like these guys? No, you, you don't even say. Play. You don't say. Do you want to play in the NBA? That's you can't even do that. That's no. You we say hey, play in the NBA. You want to compete for championships? Look, if you want to compete for championships in the NBA? You come here. You come here, and I'll get you NBA championships. <laughs> I still think Eric, what's uh, Spoltra? What's Eric what's Spolstra? Spolstra. I still think he should have got Coach of the Year. Now for finishing fifth in the East. <laughs> Maybe playoff Coach of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're trying to give him a you're trying to give him a war because of something they did in the bubble. Yep. Nah, bro. Again, do I'm on the bubble, man. I'm on the you bubble. You can't do that, bro. You can't do that. <laughs> I just Because no. if we play it on the bubble, LeBron is the MVP, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. But, um, I mean, this series is going to be a very, very good series. 
even though it's not going to be a very long series. Oh, I could see this getting stretched out. I got the Lakers in five. I do think that the way Miami uh, attacks the game, how they approach the game, and how they follow Jimmy Butler, I do think they'll be able to get one game. But LeBron is on a mission. He's got a look in his eye that he has a lot to prove, not only to other people, but more to himself. And look at what he's got to play for. You get ready to play for your fourth championship in the third different city. You know what I mean? You get ready to bring uh, Laker Glore back to where it, it what have we been missing, you know, for, you know, you know, uh, quite a long time. You think about this. In one season, because he got hurt last year, but technically in one season, all they wanted was to get to the playoffs and compete and have a chance for the um, – uh, a title, you know, everybody was talking about, hey, you know, Brian, we're just trying to get them to the playoffs and we'll do it next year when they get to move pieces around. So in one season, he goes from not being in the playoffs for eight years to being in the finals. <laughs> from nothing to the finals. And if you think about it, if they didn't get hurt last year, he'd have had him in the playoffs last year. Very, very if, he have, if he didn't have the growing pool last year, He'd have had him in the playoffs last year. Very, so, very possible. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's crazy how this is going about. And he's got help. You know, what I mean, it's it's different than, you know, um with Cleveland with the Kyrie. You know, what I mean, Kyrie did something. I mean, he had some input, he had the shot, but there was pretty much everybody vibing off the LeBron leadership. Kyrie was able to have that opportunity to shoot that because of the play of LeBron James uh, defensively in the games before and in that game. Because so he was being a two-way player. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I think it's no different here. you got a hungry Anthony Davis who's ready to put himself at that level with them. He's ready to let LeBron take steps down so he can do more, as you can see it now. He's ready to take that level so LeBron can transition into this $36 million house he just bought in Beverly Hills to uh, hide from this ridiculous Space Jam movie. Who's going to get the um, finals MVP? Uh, if they win it, it'll be LeBron. LeBron or will it be AD? Um, if AD gives you 25 and 12, it'll be AD. Um, but if AD averages any, anything less than 25, uh, LeBron is going to be the MVP because LeBron is going to get you points, boards, and assists. And he's going to control the game from different sectors of the game. So um, that's if they win. But I'm not going to sit here and count out Miami because Miami is great. They have – they've been able to do with the small ball concept that Houston cannot do. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because Bam Adebayo is not anybody that they could have had in Houston. Who was – I'm trying to think of the center that they traded away. Um, uh, the one center that was kind of athletic, they kept Capella. When they got rid of Capella and went straight, you know, super small ball. Right. With Capella, this was what his idea was, what he had, what they wanted to do in Houston is what they're doing in Miami. You got great three-point shooters, you got hard-nosed defensive players, and you got one big 
who can be very versatile between three different positions. But what's going to happen is the Lakers are going to be extremely overpowering with their bigs. It's going to be extremely overpowering. Who is Bam going to have to guard? You know what I mean? I think they're going to be very more successful in forcing them to go big than Miami is going to force them to go small. And we keep forgetting that LeBron is 6'9", 6'10", 260 pounds. So your point guard right. <laughs> is your, it's your, your fifth seven-footer, so to speak. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's a total difference. But Miami does play defense, good defense, and I think that that's why they will get two games out of this series. And and I couldn't – I can't say that I would be totally shocked if it went to seven. I'm not going to say I'd be totally shocked. I'd be somewhat, you know, wow, okay, they did it. You know, but I'm not going to be totally shocked like it's saying right now it can't be done. I think – that Miami can take him to seven games. I think it will go to six games. Um, but you know, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm I just I think LeBron has a a just a and, and he downplayed it. He downplayed it and they let it go. But there is a little bit the fact that this is Miami that he's playing. Oh yeah. And and the parting shots that one Pat Riley was giving as he left out. LeBron's going to win two championships before Miami wins another one. Because <laughs> he won it in Cleveland after he left. He's going to win it this time. And it's going to go right. He might not say it. LeBron's too classy of a dude. He might not ever let it out. But they're right. He's going to play to put this shit right in Pat Riley's face. And how you did his boy D-Wade that one year he had to go play in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's not sitting well with him either. So who's Dwayne going for? He's going for his banana bow buddy? Or is he going for his uh his heaters? Mm. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but I got I got Lakers, I got Lakers in five, I got Lakers tonight by double digits. Uh, I'm not going to say double digits. I will say nine. <laughs> okay. We'll say nine. <laughs> Playing the under the 10, 10 mark tonight, folks. It's amazing. What is your. All right. So um, there we have it. Okay. I got to pick a team. I got to pick a team. Um, here we go. This is what we're going to do. Storm is heads and the aces are tails. Google, flip a coin. You got to do it into the camera so we all can see it's tails. It's tails. So you're just doing the storm. No, I'm doing the aces. I thought you said tails were storm. I said tails was aces. I know what you said. It's okay. All right. We're going to put a friendly bet on it. 
And we're going to come up with that friendly. Yes, we are. And we're going to come up with that friendly bet. And we'll post it tomorrow on the page because I don't know what that friendly bet is. What is your one thought for this week, the end of September, Damon? My one thought for (laughs) the end of September. Um, We are normally not a political type deal. We normally think things very sporty. But this is my one thought. The definition of insanity is doing or repeating the same action over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Exercise your right. Whoever, I don't care. Just do do your thing. There you go. Snoopy <laughs> <laughs> might be just as good as any other one we got up there. Straight from the ass today, let's gonna bring you back, 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 back into history. 1904. Since Ooh. this is the MLB playoffs Ooh. and the Chicago White Sox. Which I don't think were the White Sox or the Chicago White Sox back then, but I could be wrong. Uh, the White Sox lefty Doc White pitches his fifth shutout in 18 days. Fifth, let me repeat that. Fifth shutout in 18 days. It was 1904, dude. There was only three athletes that played in the whole league. Days. They were all one team. <laughs> 18 days, five <laughs> shutouts. That. He's pissing against a whole bunch of drunk, fat men. <laughs> That's besides the point. That's besides the point. It's still amazing. It is amazing. And you know what else is amazing? You. And you, and you, you talk about me. Hell no, and you, and even that guy back in the back, you. You guys are all amazing and awesome for coming out and joining us every Wednesday night for Wednesday Night Live. Don't forget the rest of our shows Thursdays. We are off tonight tomorrow uh, because of Little Zeke's football game last. Not a. Cowboy. No, but he looks See, like that's why that's why your boy is a cowboy fan. That's why. That's why. Because you keep putting it in their damn face. Not a cowboy. And I muted him. <laughs> and and I he's not a university of stinking crap in the whole cryo. Normally, Thursday nights, we go 7.30 live with Couch Talk. Saturday afternoons, 12.30 Eastern Standard Time. Super kicking it with Steven. That's right, our own Stone Cold Steven on the mic talking about the squared circle. Sunday, you can't ever, ever forget the beard and the stash at 11 o'clock over at Checkers and Wreckers where they talk about driving fast, shifting hard, and keeping the rubber on the road. Mondays, you can catch me, the ass, betting your ass with Rafael Esparza, talking about all kinds of odds and prop bets for the week coming up and what we talked about, previous games that we might have made money on. Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock, the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast runs the redraft show 
on BW Sports 1 and 7.30 is Taco Tuesday right here at 7.30. That is the weekly lineup. We didn't start where we finished. We didn't finish where we started. But that's what we do here, Damon, because that guy right there is the one. This guy right here is the S. Together, we are Black and White Sports powered by First Financial Bank 317. 317- 417-8582. Call John today for all of your banking essentials and accessories. 317-417-8582. Nope. You got to wait. You got to wait. You got to wait. And the rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. 317-503-8322. Buying or selling a home. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. Damon, before we sign off, it looks like you're trying to call a referee timeout. We're off next week. Next yes, Wednesday. we are off. Next Wednesday and Thursday. We're back. We're on on Tuesday. We will be all on board on t- t- Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. And Monday Bet Your Ass with Rafael Esparza. Now, Damon, tell them, what do we do? Don't we keep any sporty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gangster.